On February 15th of 2003, in Belgium, there was what was referred to at the time as the biggest world, the world's biggest diamond heist. Thieves stole an estimated $100 million worth of diamonds. And that's in 2003 dollars. They managed to pass by 10 layers of security in order to steal these diamonds. And these layers of security include a three-ton, one-foot-thick vault door, a combination lock with over 100 million possible combinations, a nearly impossible-to-duplicate foot-long key, a magnetic sensor, a light sensor, a heater motion sensor, a metal grate, and two security cameras. While I don't promote stealing, I must admit that I'm impressed that they were able to do it. And I think this is kind of what we're getting at in our gospel passage. That there was this impressiveness by the cleverness, the zeal, the dedication. And we see that in the dishonest steward. The master says this. The master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. Or rather, Jesus said that about the master. What does this mean, commended? Like he's congratulating him? It's that impressiveness of that zeal and dedication to do what needed to be done to accomplish the goal. And when it says prudence, that's not prudence with regards to eternal life, but that's prudence with regards to that particular goal. With the dishonest steward, he was prudent with regards to using what little resources he had to accomplish the goal he was trying to get. He was trying to prepare himself for what would happen after he loses his stewardship. And so from the perspective of the steward, and considering the goal of an easy life, his actions of cheating his master even more seemed prudent. And Jesus explains this to us by saying, For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. What he means by that is that those who live for the world and for the things of the world are more dedicated, more zealous, more clever in how they, they seek out accomplishing that goal than the Christians who have eternal life as their goal. That we seem to lack that zeal, that dedication, that cleverness, that doing what it needs to be done in order to achieve or accomplish that goal. And so there's a question then about stewardship. How do we use it? The dishonest steward used what little he had in order to accomplish his goal of making friends with the debtors of the master. How do we use the stewardship entrusted to us to accomplish our goal of reaching heaven? In Psalm 50, we are reminded that everything belongs to God and comes from him. For it says, For mine is the world and all that fills it. And we might think, well, there are some things in the world that, like, people made, right? Like a cell phone. So how can God say that, you know, everything is his? Well, even with a cell phone, the materials that the cell phone is made out of had to be created in the first place. And that was God who created it. The person who designed the cell phone. God had created that person. He had given them the intellect and will to be able to accomplish that design. The factory worker who built it, he was also created by God and given the skills necessary to do so. So ultimately, all things come from God. 
In fact, we hear that from Ezekiel, where it says, for all, uh, well, we hear from Ezekiel how the lives of every human being are his. For it says, for all life is mine. The life of the parent is like the life of the child. Both are mine. And so our very life and all that we have and all that's in the world are God's. We are stewards of these things that are given to us. They are not our own, but they are the Lord's. And with that in mind, we, like the dishonest steward in our gospel passage, one day will have to give an account to our master. We'll have to give an account to God on how we used the things that were entrusted to us for his glory, for his kingdom. How did we use those things to help us on our own goal of reaching heaven? And how is it that we should be using these things? Not just material wealth, but our our time and our talents, our relationships with each other. How do we use the stewardship entrusted to us? Well, we hear from St. Robert Bellarmine, The commandments of God are perfect, and the man who obeys them. They provide him with what he needs. They instruct and enlighten him, and make him good and blessed. If you are wise, know that you have been created for the glory of God and your own eternal salvation. This is your goal. This is the center of your life. This is the treasure of your heart. If you reach this goal, you will find happiness. If you fail to reach it, you will find misery. So what he's saying is, if we want to achieve this goal, we need to follow God's commandments. They are given to us for our benefit. That we should keep God first. That our ultimate goal should be heaven. We see an example of this in our second reading by St. Paul. He's talking to Timothy, and he's saying that we should be praying for everyone. And he reminds Timothy of the sacrifice of Christ and how Christ gave up his life so that we would have the opportunity for heaven. We can see in this short passage of our second reading that St. Paul has as his ultimate goal being with God forever in heaven. And we can see in his life, based upon his other writings, that he was willing to undergo persecution and hunger and all sorts of struggles and difficulties and challenges in order to accomplish this goal of being with our Lord forever. So, in addition to that, we also hear from Jesus in our Gospel passage, to make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. That may sound confusing. What does that mean? It means using the things of this world, the things that won't last, the things that we can't take with us to heaven, using them for our ultimate goal, making use to help us reach that goal of heaven, and not just using them for the sake of of the pleasure of this world. And how do we use the things that we have? Are we taking care of each other? Are we taking care of the poor? We hear Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew say, whatever you did for the least of my brothers of mine, you did for me. So when he says in our Gospel passage today to make friends with dishonest wealth, he means to use the things of the world that won't last in order to get true wealth, which is eternal life. So our focus needs to be on God in union with Him. We must choose to serve God and use the things of this world to reach that goal. We hear in our first reading the opposite of what God wants. From the prophet Amos, we heard from those who were merchants When will the new moon be over, that we may sell our grain in the Sabbath, that we may display our wheat? We will diminish the ephah, add to the shekel, and fix our our scales for cheating. 
Meaning they didn't have true wealth in mind. They didn't have the ultimate goal of heaven. They had the goal of the things of the world. They chose money or mammon as their god. And so they were seeking an end to the religious celebrations so that they can make more money. And we are reminded in our gospel passage by Jesus, no servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. So we must choose. What is our ultimate goal? Who is our master? What are we living for? We should choose wisely. And hopefully we choose the God of the universe as our master. And eternal life with him forever in heaven as our goal. It seems that the diamond thieves chose mammon or money as their master and as their goal. And that led them to be thrown in prison. So let us not imitate their actions nor their goal, but let us learn from their cleverness, their zeal, their dedication and resolve, so that we can be prudent stewards of the things of this world and secure for ourselves eternal life. So let us take a moment now to consider what we can do this week to be better stewards of the things entrusted to our care as we prepare to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the most holy Eucharist.